Welcome to the podcast. I know you guys are new here because this is our first podcast. Um, and this podcast is going to be about animals. And we're just going to talk about the different kinds. And I will be your host, Devin Kim. And we got Joey Kim and Joel Kim. Yeah, and so we're we're actually pretty new to this. So cut us some slack and uh, we'll be talking about different animals. And uh, yeah, we're going to... This is our first episode, so we're not that prepared. But we do have the information and stuff pr- pulled out here. So... Uh, yeah, let's get into it. All right. Today, we're going to be learning about white tree frogs. Yeah. Yashin. Australian white tree frogs. <clears throat> yeah, and there's actually two. Um, They're the same. The scientific name for it is Littoria <laughs> cerulea. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. But all the Latin names are weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they mm-hmm. actually, there's two places that they can come from, Indonesia and yeah. Australia. Australia's the main place. And speaking yeah. of animals, um, I found on Google News today that um, what was it? Black and oh, white. Oh yeah, the black and white tegu. Yeah, black and white tegu was sighting or was there was a sighting in yeah. South South Carolina. Yeah, South yeah we're Carolina. gonna have to do that on another podcast. Yeah, that was like, that's a coming soon. Tegu. That's a coming soon. <coughs> yeah. So um. So yeah, um, what are these guys? What are these guys? Um, what kind of place do they come from? Like, well, we already said Australia and oh, Indonesia, yeah. but mm-hmm. um. Oh. Uh, Do they live in like on the f- dirt or something? Or uh-oh. they live in the branches of the trees. Yeah, the they are tree frogs, so they're gonna be there. And uh, yeah, they it says yeah, so they they're gonna prefer moist like forest environments. But yeah, they can survive drier climates because they have they're from Australia and they have like a waxy coating. Every time I think of Australia, I think of like. Desert. I, I don't know why. Desert. Like, desert. Like, just some yeah, desert. Yeah, Australia's, I think it's a hot like place, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. But, um, they, yeah, they live on the trees or, like, the branches and everything. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so they're, they're suited for drier situations. And yeah. we're also getting our information from, most of our information from Smithsonian's National Zoo right now. Yeah, and obviously this is our first episode, so we're going to yeah. have the giggles and stuff, so don't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually have... Why yeah. tree frogs? We have three. Guys, if you guys don't know me, I laugh a lot when it comes to recording stuff. But yeah, that's just yeah. yeah, we have three anyways. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the the biggest one, which is uh, mine, yeah. and his name is Bean, and he's like he's pretty good, and he's actually yeah. pretty healthy. And they started out the size of our thumbnail, so they do start pretty oh my gosh, small. They kind of grew, like, yeah, not and they, lie. She's like, he's like, what, over an inch now? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Bro, it's been only like, how how much, like, how long has it been since it it's been started. a few months, two yeah, months maybe. Wait. I don't know. I think like a few weeks. I don't know. <clears throat> a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And, yeah. And um, Devin's, uh, his what's your frog is um, his name is Dumpy and he's probably yeah he's the second largest right yeah. I think yeah he's the yeah. second largest and uh, he's a he's actually a blue eyed right. Yeah, he's like yeah, a it's like a there there are like um colors where there's blue eyed and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, anyways, moving on, um, from the habits, they are from Australia, Indonesia, and, uh, it says the milky waxy coating is called Cervine. <laughs> C-A-E-R-V-I-E-I-N. Cervine. Yeah, that's the thing that helps them, um, survive drier climates. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about all the laughing, guys. Yeah, we just laughed too much. We laughed too much. Anyways, um, yeah, they're from the class amphibia, so amphibians, yeah. and order Anura and family Hylidae. 
and genus species, we already said, Littoria cerulea. Her <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So it says there, right here, their conservation status is the least concern. So that means <laughs> there are... They're they're not endangered. They're like the opposite of endangered. So they're pretty. So they're like doing oh, well right now. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty doing well in the wild right yeah. now. Yeah. And, um, oh my gosh, were they like extinct or something? Were they like that? And oh, yeah, you got. Oh my gosh, I swear. Also, um, physical description. Let's move on to that. Like, so this how, describe them. How do they look? And how do they? Like, no, what are they the look color? like really slimy looking. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, uh, so you know, uh, like just uh, the uh. The tree frogs that are at the store or something. Yeah. Um, the green tree frog, the American yeah. green tree frog. Yeah, uh, they're like, their nose or something is like, a bit more like, or they're like more like long, you know? Yeah. And so these guys are going to be more dumpy. There is the other American version called the American green tree frog. And they look pretty similar, but they're smaller. And uh, it's just another different species. And... Uh, yeah, the the uh, the dumpies are gonna. Oh, dumpy is also the other name. Yeah. In, instead of the white tree frog, that's they're also called dumpies because of their appearance. They're very dumpy and fat. Yeah, they're chungus. Chungus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they are bigger. There are a tree frog on the bigger side, so this isn't gonna be a nice sized pet frog. Yeah, yeah it's gonna grow like bro. I swear. It's gonna just grow. Yeah, and uh, they do range in size from three to four point five inches, maybe five inches. Can it, like, but reach? that's really big. Oh no, it can't reach. I thought it, I don't know why. I thought... What? <laughs> I, thought reach... I thought it could reach a foot or something. No, no that's crazy. Yeah, that's stupid. That's um, so dumb. And 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 the females will be bigger than the males by a little wait, wait, bit. Why are females always bigger than I know, like, males? Yeah, frogs usually the females are bigger, but. There's another frog called the pixie frog, which we'll have to cover another episode that the Why males get bigger. Yeah. yeah. That's my question. Why yeah. are all females always bigger? Uh, and white tree frogs, they look a little more like light green. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, and it also depends on where they're, um, they're from. The, like the Australian ones, I think there's like a blue phase or something. I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. And there's also snowflaking, which is just white dots on the oh, yeah. back. Yeah, yeah I those. Yeah, and uh, so how do you tell the difference between a male and female? So the males, they, they're they like chins are more saggy. Like yeah. They sag. And um, they have these gray, they're kind of grayish yep. a little. But the the females are not saggy at all and they're just white. Yeah, it says right here, females have white throats and males have a grayish wrinkled vocal sac underneath their throat. So that's, and males will sing more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you get an audio of a white tree frog croaking, uh, they might croak, or like a similar sound, they will probably croak if or if they get old enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once they reach a certain maturity, they start croaking in a lot, and then you can tell yeah. it's a male. It's okay. kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, so let's move on to their diet. What do they eat in the wild, or in general, what's their diet? Like uh. Mm. Probably. Honestly, it's anything that moves because yeah. these guys are opportunistic but if it's, hunters. If it's too big, gonna... Yeah, yeah. If it's too big, they'll see it as a predator. But yeah. mostly, if they can fit it in their mouth and it moves, yeah, they're, just, they're yeah, going they're, after they're, it. They're just so some things crazy. they eat in captivity, which is in like not in the wild. What mm. we feed them here is like 
crickets and dubia roaches and uh, uh like stuff like that just yeah. commercially ready available yeah, foods yeah stuff. basically bugs yeah. <clears throat> and in the wild they have even been known to eat like mice and stuff right they yeah they're, they're big Why? enough to eat yeah <clears throat> but yeah um that's <clears throat> about food they eat anything that moves that's for like almost all frogs though yeah that's mm. cool yeah and then uh reproduction it says here that they reach sexual maturity in their second year so i guess it takes two years to get mm. sexually mature <laughs> yeah boys <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, um, what? um during mating seasons the males grow like a pad on their thumb oh, it's like cool. a black pad it's called a num numptio pad or something nope. yeah and then it's used for gripping the females when they mate and he like squeezes the eggs help her squeeze the eggs out of her and he like he like deposits the sperm cloud like all over the eggs and they become fertilized so yeah the life cycle begins and the yeah so the lifespan they are they have about let's say good 15 to 20 or somewhere around there and in the wild, obviously, it's going to be shorter because of predation and all these Dead. factors that will kill them. And, uh, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, they're very good, like, beginner pets. I'm yeah, yeah. In, in, in captivity, they are known to be a pretty good beginner species because of their hardiness. And their, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're pretty good pets for a frog. Yeah. And, yeah, I think they also, they, they, leave, they have these toe pads that... Are very sticky, right, Joel? You know, because yeah. whenever you handle yours, yeah, but yeah, they're sticky. Yeah. Also, just saying, you guys should not handle frogs as much. I mean, you can handle them some. It's not gonna kill them right away, but you can't. Like, you just can't handle them too, as much as reptiles because of their permeable skin stuff. So yeah, but yeah. if you hold them, you should mostly like spray your hands with like water to keep yeah. it moist. Yeah. yeah, but not tap water. Because tap water will yeah, it has kinda... chemicals and metals so. and whatever. But, so uh, like uh, drinking water, if you spray in your hand, then this, then you go. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also. Anyways, what we were talking about the pads, they, it helps them stick on trees and stuff. Yeah. And they can even stick on glass. Like they always oh, yeah, stick yeah. on oh the glass. Yeah. Yeah. They just, yeah. They just stick on the glass. Like yeah. So so mm. geckos have like um, they have sticky stuff on their hands as well, but it's it's more like setae. It's like fine hairs that help them grip onto the surfaces but these guys are more like sticky i don't know how to explain it. it's like suction almost yeah i know yeah suction comes it's like really it's yeah. it's it's really sticky that's by cool. the way yeah and um if you want to get them uh you just need like a good size tank they could like jump around yeah we're gonna get into the pet part now here um we talked about their wild habit or habitats we're and talking about their life yeah instead. we talked about their wild side now we're gonna go into the pet part so if you're gonna get them you should always put like a lot of leaves in them because they jump on these and yeah you need a lot of foliage so first you're gonna need an enclosure and not you're gonna need a vertical enclosure usually but if if we so we have a a 60 gallon enclosure so it's high enough it's just what really wide too so it works for us and but generally you would want a vertical tank and uh with a lot of foliage like leaves and fake plants and all these things yeah and um yeah. you should always put a water bowl in there yeah that's very important for hydration yeah they, they sit in a, or something like yep. that 
and the yeah and um and you could add logs. Yeah, you probably should add logs. Yeah, you need like whatever, and just like it's up to your preference too. The more the better. Yeah. And uh, so you need a big bowl, and you need a substrate that will hold humidity well. So we use yeah. eco earth and moss, yeah. which is like a moss you guys know, but um, yeah. eco earth is like a coconut husk fiber fine dirt type bedding, and that holds in the. It does dry out if you don't spray it, but it's yeah. pretty, uh, holds in the water well, and it's pretty good on that part, so. Yeah, and you at least gotta, like, spray their tank, like, at least once at a least day. At least once a day, yeah, just to keep it moist, mm-hmm. and, uh. And they do not need, like, UVB or UVB. Yeah, they don't need, they do need, they, I prefer light to yeah. give oh, them yeah. a light and day, day and night cycle, okay, so but you don't need special lighting, like heat or UVB. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't need that. And heat will kill them probably if if you put in a basket. Oh, yeah. Light, yeah. yeah, these are um they're uh, yeah. amphibians. Yeah, amphibians usually don't need like a heat lamp. So that's pretty good of them. Maybe in the winter you might want to put in a heat pad at a low regulated temperature, but um usually room temperature is fine. We keep them like what seventy seven degrees yeah, some somewhere around there. Yeah. Somewhere around it's just room temperature. They do fine and. Uh, it depends on where you live too, but here it stays about seventy seven to seventy eight, and uh, yeah. humidity should stay high around seventy to ninety percent. Yeah. Mm, and uh, or seventy to eighty, whatever, just high. Um, and for food, you know, like we said, bugs, crickets, dubias, uh, when they get bigger, like night crawlers and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is a uh, big earthworms from the pet stores. And, um, and what do we not what cover? is their uh size they get there oh yeah we covered that as well oh. they also get um up to five inches i think it says 4.5 here but i think i've seen five like five i'm pre- i'm sure there are individuals that are five That's inches cool. especially the females <clears throat> and uh <clears throat> yeah have we covered in so we went over enclosure humidity heat food think that's about it oh dos temperament so they're pretty um they're crazy eaters so they're gonna go after your fingers sometimes yeah but um usually as far as letting them hold you goes for an amphibian they do really well so yeah but i wouldn't recommend holding them too much but you know oh oh, yeah and they're nocturnal yes they are nocturnal so they only come out are they active at night yes and uh, that's probably when you're going to hear them croaking the most, yeah. if they do. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for the pet section. So, overall, this animal is pretty good. Yeah. And if I, it's always been one of my goals or my bucket list, I guess, to go to um, Australia one day yeah. and see yeah. one in the wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, this species is pretty cool. And... Uh, yeah, we will uh, continue to talk about, talk about other species yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh, that will probably be it for this week. And stay tuned for the next episode coming up next week. Yeah. And thanks for listening. And we will talk to you all later. Yeah, boy.